0: hi guys i'm hannah and i'm Kylie, and this is back up for grabs today we're gonna to be talking about season one episode 12 death of an alliance Whew. it really was kind of <laughs> well we'll get there um so do you want to start off with our 15 second recaps sure ready sure Huge fallout between Sue and Kelly. Then there's a mud challenge for therapy, basically. And Kelly wins beer with Jeff. And then they clean each other off in the ocean. And um, Kelly wins immunity. And Sean goes home. Nice. That was good. I I tried. I didn't love that you included they clean each other off. (laughs) I mean, it was therapeutic. It worked. Okay, ready? Yeah. And go. First, we get started with some camp life where there's a little bit of a fight between Sue and Kelly. Then we have a reward challenge where they have to fill buckets with mud and Kelly wins. And then there's an immunity challenge. And then uh, Kelly also wins that. And then Sean gets voted off. You did good, too. Sometimes those... I apologize in advance if we're talking over either one of our pets today, um, interacting with each other. <laughs> we thought it would be a good idea. I have my dog who lives here with us. With me. (laughs) With us. (laughs) With us. Um, And then Kylie brought her cat Elliot over. And they used to live together, so you would think that this would be a normal experience. But, no, no. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah. Let's jump on into this. So, we kind of started off with... Camp life. Mm hmm So, we don't totally know all of the backstory of what happened between Kelly and Sue to kick this off. All of a sudden, they're swearing at each other. And refusing to talk about it. A lot of censoring had to <laughs> occur during that conversation. Yeah. It seems like Sue is still mad about the fact that Kelly was friends with the Pagong people more than her. Sue thinks should have been <laughs> permitted. And like the fact that Kelly was willing to vote with the Pagong Picon- people. Yeah, Sue was like just bothered by Kelly, and I think it all kind of escalated into this one moment and Sue was just done. Yeah, and I think I mean Sue kind of flips out on Kelly, then Kelly goes and she talks to Richard about it, and she's kind of spinning this story of like, I was never with Pagong, blah blah blah. Right, like like this was our plan. Like I was supposed to befriend them, right? And I get what she's doing. Like you can't just walk in and be like, yeah, I kinda hate you guys, so I was seriously considering flipping. Um, but it is hilarious to me that it's like I, I think Sue blew it up. I don't think she has the right to be as mad as she was, considering Kelly never actually changed her vote. No. Or, well, maybe on the Jenna vote. But not in, like, a significant way. Right, but altered... everybody liked Jenna in that, that regard. Um, and so, I think Sue kind of flipped out a little bit. Kelly obviously has to go save her butt, but it's like... The... And Richard totally took that to his advantage. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, she's complaining to Richard about it, and Richard's just gonna use it as an excuse to get one of them off. I don't think he even cares who leaves at this point, but he's like, as long as it's one of them, and they're causing more drama to the point where it's more advantageous for people like Rudy and Sean to vote for one of them than for me, great. Thumbs up. (laughs) Like... Well, and it was really interesting, the comment that Richard made of like, oh, there's no actual tribes. There's just four people who are aligned with me and then everybody else. It's like, no, like you were distinctly split up early on. Yeah. Like you're you're working with these people in challenges as tribes. It's not an individual game. I mean, now it is, but it wasn't. Exactly. And to go as far as to say that all tribe names were like meaningless to him is like, you didn't find it super meaningless when you were all losing together and hating on Pagong together. Like, there's not. I feel like he's make, making it seem like his alliance was crystal clear stuff from the beginning and he didn't interact with anyone or, like, consider care at all about what happened. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, obviously you did just because you're trying to be all. You know, be a hard ass, and I only ever cared about these people the whole time. Like, but you no, don't even care about. I these was going to say, you don't even care about them. So, <laughs> and you'd think for someone as utilitarian as Richard that he would maybe care about Sean a little bit more from Sean feeding him and taking him on that yacht overnight, but I guess not. <laughs> Means to an end. So then we kind of get. Into the reward challenge. Jeff doesn't really ask what happened. He just tells them all that he knows there was a blowout. And he's like, this will now be therapeutic for you. Go roll in some mud. Mm -hmm. So the whole premise of this challenge, which we have done, we've seen in like multiple kinds of iterations since then. Yeah, I actually really like this challenge. Is to get as much mud attached to them as possible. And then dump it in a bucket. Mm -hmm. And you've got to run back and forth from the like, they call it a mud volcano to the bucket area yeah and Um, it'll be weighed at the end to see who collected the most mm -hmm. and i thought the imagery of this was very funny because previously it was the Pagong tribe that found this mud volcano (laughs) yeah and by the time like that could have been of you know
1: an advantage to them they're all gone yeah
0: um and the whole tagi tribe gets told it's at Pagong beach so you know like at no point before now did they have any interaction with this thing right and it's it's just kind of funny to me, because the Pagong tribe all did it themselves, and we're treating it as, like, a recess of sorts of, like, we're just gonna have fun and, you know, mess around in the mud for no reason other than because we feel like it. And now Jeff is like, you must do this because you guys need to bond. hmm And so it's, it's being used in the same way for both... Tribes. Tribes, which I think is really, I don't know, it's a cool kind of, like, connection there. I like there. that. No, I like that. So... Kelly wins. Yeah, she had a lot. I mean, it was kind of close between her and I think Sean. Mhm. She had fifteen point nine pounds, and yeah. I think the next is fifteen point four. Four, yeah. But she she was doing work, like you yeah. could see her hiding it in her hair and right. like. Well, we were both surprised at how much mud actually stuck to their skin, like their body, mm-hmm. instead of just their clothes. Because I mean, in future seasons, they have more clothes, in my opinion. So they. Uh, <laughs> They used that and like kind of hold it and stuff, but they were collecting a good amount of mud just just on their own. Yeah. She put, I think her win was that she got a bunch in her hair. Because yeah. you could see that final chunk that she dumped was like pretty, yeah. probably 0.5 pounds. <laughs> but but yeah, so she won Beer with Jeff, even if it is just Bud Light. And they, the like, Military victory music that they played when they're coming back into camp all like, you know, with like the dried mud caked all over their skin and stuff just made me laugh a little bit because it was this ongoing like 30 second... Oh, even while they were bathing in the ocean. just walking in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Weird production choice there. And then they're all kind of talking about how it loosened them up and they feel like more back to themselves when Richard was shocked that Kelly and Sue could you know reconcile after that basically yeah so I want to talk about that because (laughs) he acts as if he's never seen two people in an argument make up after an argument like he's like I don't know how we could go from here to there and it's like the argument was yesterday you literally have nothing else to do like you can't get away from each other right Well, and in the, like, little montages that we see of Camp Life, they're not really talking to each other. Like, after all of Pagong got voted out, these people, I mean, they don't like each other. They're not talking. They're just laying around on their hammocks. Richard's on his raft. Yeah. People are in their hammocks. They're doing nothing. out in the water fishing by themselves. Like, they don't speak. No. And I think to some degree, I get it because they've, this is day 30, what, 5 or something? Yeah, we have about four days left. Okay, so it's been over a month since they've all been together. And they've been together since day time. one. Yeah. I could see how you'd be a little bit like... I'm done with these people. Sick of everyone's stories. Yeah, like, I've been on a couple of different backpacking trips for like 10 days at a time. With like groups of like 10 people. And you feel like you know everything about the people by like... The I don't know, Day five, day yeah. six. I can't even imagine getting to that point where you're like... I know every annoying thing you do, I know how you smell, I know how you speak, like you've told me the same stories five times, like, yeah, I'm just done. Especially when they don't like each other. Like, if Pagong was left over, and it was them at the end, I feel like they still would have been having fun. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) And I, yeah, so I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like, there was no interaction. None. Like, not even in a sense of like, okay, I'm gonna like make some rice. Does anyone want to help or, or like, whatever? I'm going fishing. Does anyone want to sit on the raft? Just nothing. No. Crickets. <laughs> so then, I mean, the reward's a little bit delayed. So Kelly gets to go, I think, that night. Mm-hmm. So after they've had a chance to clean themselves, wash and pick each other's zits, as Richard says. Gross. And yeah, see, I don't. Alright, for everyone listening, this is some interesting insight into Kylie and I. Um, there's this YouTuber <laughs> called Dr. Pimple Popper. Okay, yes. And I cannot watch it at all. I hate it. I hate looking at it. It makes me want to gag. Even just thinking about the fact that someone <laughs> makes videos of... Uh, so I love it. I can't but I would. It. <laughs> I would never do that to someone else. And so the fact that Kelly and Sue are doing that is a little bit disgusting. I would never touch someone else's zit. But that's you're fine disgusting. watching it. I'm fine watching it. But not if two people like that's a doctor. They're not doctors. Like <laughs> Sue's hand is like probably infected by this um <laughs> her weird blister whatever happened. Yeah, blister to- from the stingray thing like <laughs> they're disgusting, but if it's like in a clean environment, it's so satisfying. <laughs> It's satisfying. There's pus coming out of people's skin. What? <laughs> <laughs> but then it's resolved and it's fine. <laughs> Gosh, we can't keep talking about this. Anyway, moving on. Kelly got beer with run Jeff. It up, but I'm shutting it down. <laughs> Kelly got beer with Jeff. I'm very jealous. Yeah, it was like this cute little like tiki shack bar almost. Yeah, and she had to be blindfolded to be brought in. <laughs> All the people that were in there, you could see were like watching them like what are you are doing? We, are we good? Like, are we fine? She doesn't even, like, look cute. She's wearing literally, like, no. a towel. Yeah. Or a sarong, I think is what they're called. The, like... Mm-hmm. The wrap. And then she got a large bowl of pasta. Very large, yeah. I'm curious if that was, like, something that she was allowed to order if they were just, like, she's American, so this is she must she... like yeah. pasta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she got to watch the first five minutes of episode one. Which I think we were talking about it while we were watching. It is so fun that that was part of it, and I wish that that was part of the reward challenge for everything else because it kind of, especially so close to the end, I feel like it would give you such perspective of, like, look how far I've come. Like, And you don't really remember what happened day one because it's not like they've seen any footage. They don't even have mirrors on the island. Right. You have no context of anything by that point, probably. And I thought her little, like, chat with Jeff was also really cute um she said the game's finally gotten weird and he was like really and i'm like don't sit there and act it's like, like you jeff you knew that there was drama <laughs> you didn't even ask about the drama you just knew and watching jeff's face when the first part of the episode started airing i was like he is so proud yeah. like this is probably his little project he's been dreaming about for years like he's finally sitting here with someone winning a challenge watching like Oh, he's so excited just a big moment for him and I felt like it was it was nice that we kind of all got to like watch it and be part of it I'm well, sure he'd like, seen it before but. yeah well and I feel like Kelly's a good person to share it with like she was going to be excited about it whereas like if Rudy watched it maybe not as you know interested in watching it back and Richard probably, probably would have been like okay can we see like some conversations that I wasn't a part of so that that can help <laughs> me later but he Kelly totally would have Kelly was just as excited to watch it as Jeff I feel like so mm-hmm. it was a good good moment It was, yeah. Tech alert with the old TV. (laughs) It's like the TV that you roll out in school, and like you knew, like for science class, you were watching Bill Nye the Science Guy. With like the built-in VHS player, like that's the and then it's strapped down just in case of an (laughs) earthquake. (laughs) It it was cute. It was. It was pretty small too, and like the entire bar is like watching it. Yeah, (laughs) and they all cheered when Kelly came on with her first like little um, intro sequence. yeah. Yeah. Ah. It was so fun. I loved it. Throwback to episode one. (laughs) Which, even for us, feels like it was forever ago. Like, we started recording these in November? Yeah. November 2021. uh Uh-huh. And it's now February, so it's still... We've kind of been on a journey. (laughs) Um, all right. So, then Sue and Kelly patch things up, supposedly, after this, which... I'm not sure why they said patch things up. It seems like for the most part they, they're still done. Yeah, like they both like, openly told each other that they're trying to vote each other out. Yeah, like, they're like, actively. I'm not, I'm not letting you get to final three. And Sue was like, I want to align with Richard. And Kelly's like, Okay, if you want to align with Richard, like if that's best for your game, that's fine. She's like, Yeah, that's what I want to do. And she's like, Okay, well, I just think I deserve to get to final three. She's like, No, I'm not letting you get there. It's like, okay. And just from even, like, a strategic standpoint, I think Sue is, like, going real hard on that for no real benefit to her. Because it's like, if you're now in a situation in, you know, a few hours or a day or two where you need Kelly's vote, why would she work with you? Yeah, why'd you just burn that bridge when you're so close to the finale? Like, I, if I were in that situation, I probably would have been, like, given how things have gone, like, I don't want to promise anything, but, like, I'm still open to working with you. Right, like, we've had this alliance thus far, like, let's see if we can make it to the end. There's still other people, like, Sean is technically still there, Ru- <laughs> Rudy is there. Sean physically is on the beach. Yeah. But, um, you yeah. um, know. And mentally he's checked in too, because he's going to win this thing. Right, now he now he wants to play Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's all about the money. Right. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, then we get to the immunity challenge. And it was a little, a little weird. There was uh, a little folklore story that Jeff told about the island. Yeah, he kind of like had him in a circle, and was like, "All right, story time." Which we've had, we've, we've had, had challenges before, similar yeah. to this, um, like you know, in future seasons or whatever. And I feel like it usually is tied to some kind of island about, lore. yeah, about what like the location that they're at. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is that he's gonna give them this information, and then there's five different stations with questions about the story Mm -hmm. and then they have to record themselves answering it on a weird camcorder device which we were kind of making fun of because we're like why do they need to record themselves when they have professional but I was thinking about it Jeff literally watched it all back when she brought it back to the beach yeah I mean they do evolve this challenge in the future of like they look like they flip over a question and then they pick either a or b like of a token Really? And then they mm-hmm. bring that item back. And Jeff's like, oh no, you brought the wrong one back. Like, incorrect. Right. So it has Which I evolved. think works better. Yeah, it works better. I don't want to watch weird recordings. <laughs> They're just so old. Like, it was kind of cute. Because it's like, this is the same kind of, like, home videos that my family had when I was, like, one and a half running around mm-hmm. Disneyland, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the, yeah. the strap so that you don't drop <laughs> it because it's so massive. Yeah. It's good. Um... Rudy's entire take was that he doesn't know. No. He would read the question and be like, mm, I, I don't know. And then grab the mask and leave. It's like, you're not in this challenge, Rudy. I don't know why he even bothered running around doing it yeah. at that point. Because it's like, you know you're not going to win. Right. So then why waste your energy? Why collect the masks? Like, just just chill. Were you not listening to the story? Do you th- just not care? <laughs> and I think he might not because Rudy seems the least panicked about his position. Status, yeah. Like, the only time that he's kind of touched on any kind of insecurity about it is when he's saying, you know, when I give my word, I'm loyal, so everyone else better be too. But he doesn't, like, discuss feeling like that's not the case or, like, I don't know, being nervous that he maybe won't make it as far as he thinks he will, like. Yeah, he's in for a rough awakening. I feel like him and Richard have had, like, two total discussions ever about their alliance. And, and both that's all of- Rudy needed. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Richard, you know, quote unquote gave him his word and Rudy says, okay, I'm taking that at face value. Mhm. Big yikes. But Kelly got back first and she had all the right answers and so Kelly won immunity. Mm-hmm. and I think that really put a wrench in Richard and Sue's plan. They both didn't seem very happy that Kelly won. I think Richard would have been upset if anybody except him won at this point. That's fair. Because later when he's getting his, like, interview or whatever, he says that it shifted a power to her a little bit. And so I feel like he would have... Anyone else having power is a threat to Richard. And I guess technically to everybody else. But, like, he's the only one that's clued in to that, really. Mm-hmm. But only obvious power. Like... Power that people can notice. Because, uh-huh. I mean, when Jeff asks questions, like, he could take ownership of the fact that he started alliances, but he doesn't want that out in the open. He only wants visible power out in the open by, like, having an immunity idol, you know? That's true. he His style is very much to move in the shadows, I think. Even though that's not how we perceive him. <laughs> yeah. So we get to tribal council. First off, this is gonna sound very mean, and I realize that Kelly's like '90s tendril braids by her face. I just, I was like, wow, we are really. There was really back. no need for that. <laughs> I just, I feel like when you're at that point, like just tie your hair back. Yeah, and accept I understand, it. you know, pulling out braids if you're wearing a hat to show that you have, you know, <laughs> hair. But no, this was not the look. But it was back then. You know what I mean? It like was, that was like a I way know. of her being like in style. <laughs> She's like, look, I'm still Day young. Day 35 yeah. on the island. Gotta look cute, though. Yeah. I did... She wore her um bandana, like, as a handkerchief on her head really well. Sometimes I I feel like I would be down with that, because it might, like, shield the world from the grease ball that would be my head at that point. Yes. But, you know, I'm not an expert on island vogue now. <laughs> and... Oh, I was just gonna say... When Jeff started asking them questions, Sue was very focused on the money. Like, she was just like, it's a million dollars. And Jeff was like, yeah, but what about, like, you know, the dichotomy between Survivor and the real world? She's like, no, this is all about the money. Which is insane to me because she, well, I guess it's not that crazy coming from Sue. Because we've always kind of known that she's pretty pessimistic and negative and, you know, not, um... A cheerleader, necessarily, for the underdog. Like, she just wants to get what she wants and get out of there. Mm-hmm. But I think that Richard, as a contrast, is more interested in winning the game. Like, he wants to prove that he did the best job at winning the game, and the money, I mean, the money's great, but it's probably a bonus to him. It's a pride thing, yeah. Yeah, he wants, he wants the, the bragging rights. And I think Richard is the type of person that wouldn't want to deal with what it would be, be like to confront the fact that he lost if he lost because this whole time he's been talking about how he's the strategic one and how he's so much smarter than everybody else and they're so annoying. and Like he's the only one playing the game and they're just along for the ride. He doesn't care about them at all. Like what would it say about him if one of those dumb moronic idiots won the game instead of him? Exactly. And I think Richard is not at a point psychologically where he could deal with that, which turns out he doesn't have to. Right. But... In an alternate universe, I'd be really intrigued to see how Richard would deal with losing. I don't think he would have come back for All-Stars. No. I mean, I really wish he would have played again. I mean, after what he did on All-Stars with Sue's, um, you know, that incident, I don't think that he would have gotten invited back. Right. (laughs) But. All right. So, everyone votes. And apparently the island voted, too, because Sean's torch was blown out, just like Jeff said it would be based on the folklore tradition, and and Sean went home. Which, okay, we were sitting there while he was explaining all of that, like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and one of the, like, little folklore traditions was like, oh, if you're mean to a snake, like, it'll come back to haunt you, and he, like, pointed to Dirk, I think, of like... Joel. Joel. Of, like... Dirk's too nice. Yeah, that's you true, that's true. <laughs> of, like, messing with one of the snakes, and you and I were both like, are you kidding me? Richard literally just shoved the snake into the water and was laughing at it. Where's his karma? <laughs> I mean, he has to be Richard for the rest of his life, so that's pretty... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about that. His whole tribe was punished. Mm-hmm. They didn't win challenges after that for mm-hmm. a bit. There you go. I shouldn't say that. I don't totally remember at what point he <laughs> launched the snake into the ocean, but... It feels like Toggy lost about as many challenges as Pagong did. Yeah. If not more so. <laughs> Toggy just knew how to vote effectively. Which turns out is a big part of Survivor. Who would have thought? What a concept. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Our favorite quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine would be from Sue. I didn't get the heavy mud. I thought all mud was the same and you just had to have a lot of it but apparently there's heavy mud it's so like telling about her personality that like her excuse for not winning is that someone else picked heavier mud than she did Yeah. like no you just didn't get as much like I need to go into that pile of mud that mud is better mud just accept it <laughs> and you? Um, my favorite was from pretty early on in the episode from Rudy he said it's a game but it's worth a million dollars money talks <laughs> <laughs> that's cute it just seemed like such a matter-of-fact, like, rudy thing to say. Yeah. So, Kelly was safe in this episode. Who would you have voted out? Well, I wouldn't have voted Kelly out even if she wasn't safe. Right. Well, I'm just going based off of who your options were at Tribal. I probably would have gunned for Richard. I think my ideal final three would have been Kelly and Sean at this point, because it's like, what have either of them really done to deserve to be there? Mm-hmm. So. I also don't really picture them being overly... Great with jury votes because people like Sean, but they were also annoyed by Sean. Andy had no kind of strategy to speak of at any point. Yeah. And Kelly, I think, pissed enough people off by being wishy washy that I wouldn't want to vote for her. That's fair. Yeah, so, especially since she even admitted to trying to get to know the Pagong tribe. Yeah. So probably Richard or Sue. Richard to make sure that the strategy was out, and Sue to make camp life a little less combative. Horrible. Yeah. How about you? See, for me, part of me wants to keep Sue because I think the jury really hates her. And that would be good for me. But then again, I don't really want to hang out with Sue at this point anymore. So she's a target for me. Richard obviously is a target because of strategy. Because have you met him? Right. <laughs> um, I feel like Rudy, if he like had his act together, could have a really good final like speech about why he should win. So like that worries me a little bit. And I think people like him. Right. He's never made friendships or promises beyond exactly what he said he was gonna do and so and that's respectable I think loyalty usually looks pretty good yeah and I mean I'm keeping Sean I have no issue with him so in this one I probably would have voted Sue or Rudy okay cool so if we're allied we're voting Sue yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think we're both fine with that (laughs) and let's scoot to birthdays we are now kind of getting towards the end of March yeah so March 20th Happy birthday to Betsy Bolin from season nineteen. We don't have anybody on the twenty first or the twenty second, so if that those are one of your birthdays, you should probably apply to Survivor just to fill out our calendar because <laughs> it's getting a little sparse. Um, I apologize in advance for butchering some of these names, since I'm sure it'll happen. March twenty third, we have uh, Kelly Bruno from season twenty one. Tai Trang from season 32 and season 34, and Gabby Pescuzzi from season 37. And then March 24th, there is also no birthday. So March 25th, we have Leslie Nice from season 15, and Jonas Otsuchi from season 24. I apologize. <laughs> And March 26th, we have Courtney Yates from season 15 and season 20, and Caleb Bankston from season 27. That about wraps us up? I think so. Thanks for listening this week. I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Backup for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter Instagram, Backup for Grabs, Twitter, Backup for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.